You're listening to Travel Tales with Virgil. There's so much variety and it is a great destination if you wanted to try a bit of everything, like have like a jam-packed morning of adventure and then slow it down for the afternoon, take it easy, have a food experience, have a nice long leisurely lunch, go for a stroll by the river shore or whatever it may be. There's something for everyone. Hi, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the podcast. You just heard the voice there of my very special guest, Trino Amani from Munster Vales, which is the tourism brand for the five mountain ranges in the area that I live. So this is a very personal podcast today as Trina talks to us about some of the most spectacular scenery, outdoor amenities and historical tourist sites in all of Ireland that coincide with the fifth anniversary of the setting up of the Munster Vales Tourism Initiative. For details and itineraries, check their website munstervales.com. I'm excited now to share this chat with you as we discuss this beautiful part of Ireland that I live in and love so much. Hi Trina, you're very welcome to the podcast. Hi Fergal, thanks very much for having me on, it's an honour. So you just uh, recently did uh, a brand new logo uh, in the stunning Cashel Palace, the launch for that. So what was the idea behind that about the new logo? Yes, so Monster Vales was officially launched five years this October 2022. So we wanted to signify that anniversary by kind of freshening up our logo, giving it a new look. Um, So we designed a lovely new logo that kind of is really defines what Monster Vales is. Um, It has the, if you see on our website and our social media, it still has the M and the V, which represent Monster Vales in the mountains and the valleys. Um, Yeah, we're, we're really happy with it. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. It does cover it. And you, you mentioned about the mountains there. So just for people, you know, outside of Ireland and also within Ireland who don't know Munster Vales and what area that covers, because it is a huge area. So could you tell us what area does Munster Vales cover? So it covers part of North Cork, East Limerick, South Tipperary and West Washford. So it spans across four counties and it covers five mountain ranges. So the idea first came about to set up Munster Vales about seven years ago because the tourism businesses within these mountain ranges saw the Wild Atlantic Way taking off and all the support that they were receiving from Fata Ireland. And they felt, wait a minute, we've got great products here, but we've no representation. So the communities and the businesses went to their local development companies and Fata Ireland and the local authorities. And they all saw the merit in setting up a brand to represent this group of tourism businesses. Um, so that's where Monster Vales first came from. And I suppose it really is all about the mountain ranges and the businesses and the activities, the crafts, the garden, the heritage, everything that is encompassed within this area and putting it on a platform and telling the world what we have to offer and trying to entice them in to, to visit us here. And as someone who lives here in the, in the middle of the Monster Vales, I can, I can adhere to that. So could you name the mountain ranges just to let people know? So the Knockmill Downs, the Comores, the Galtees, the Ballyhoras and the Nagels. Now that we're in post-COVID times, I mean, something I've seen, you know, in trends and travel, everyone is talking now about going to places that are away from the crowds, outdoors, sustainable. And you cover all those things, don't you? Absolutely. And in one sense, COVID was a bit of a blessing for Munster Vales because the people within this region really got out to explore and saw the wealth of things, the walks and the heritage that are within 
our locality and within walking distance. So it's been huge. And the, the staycation market has been great for us in the last few years as well. And we're getting repeat visitors back because there is such a myriad of things to do. And there is we have a wide range of itineraries available. So people are coming in to discover what's on offer here, kind of off the beaten track, safe, as you say, because we don't have the crowds. Um, and it's just beautiful, untouched, natural heritage and scenery. So it's it's been great for us the last few years, people appreciating what we have. I know. And that's the amazing thing in Ireland that, you know, people, particularly after COVID times, you know, there was the traditional tourist places were so busy and people were looking to go to somewhere, as you said, off the beaten track or or discovering somewhere new. And it's amazing to have that even within Ireland, isn't it? Absolutely. And there's so much. We recently launched a Trails of the Vales campaign. We, We launched it at the event in Cashel Palace. So that has over 120 listings on the map and that is broken down into craft experiences um, and shops, gardens that you can visit, um, the different food offerings, the different heritage offerings. So there's there's so much to see and do for for everyone, really, of all ages and all walks of life. That's on your website. What is the just to let people know if they want to see that? So it's monstervales.com and they'll find that under Trails of the Vales. And you did that launch in the, the stunning setting a few weeks ago in the Cashel Palace. And at that, you also talked about um, sustainability. That was a big part of it, wasn't it? That that's so important to this area and to you when you're promoting tourism, isn't it? Sustainable tourism is a very important thing. Absolutely. So important. And it goes back to why Munster Wales was set up. It was to sustain the rural businesses that are in the tourism industry. And when you talk about sustainability, I suppose what comes to mind when you think of the tourism industry, when you go to hotels, you see them say, you know, put the towels, you know, back on the rack if you don't want them washed and the water saving measures. And that's all great. And we absolutely endorse all of those measures. But more importantly for us, um, sustainability means sustaining jobs in rural areas. And we provide a lot of training to the businesses uh, within this area so that they can upskill their staff. We're working towards moving staff from seasonal staff to permanent staff. And that's the kind of sustainability that we're more interested in, keeping the jobs alive, creating new job opportunities, supporting new businesses in whatever way we can in this kind of rural area, working with the local authorities and the local enterprise offices. Yeah, it's all it's all about sustaining our natural environment and, and communities. As you say, jobs all year. I mean, that's the thing about Munster Vales. There's so much an offer for every season, isn't there? That's it. it Absolutely. Just and summer. just to give you an idea of some of the businesses that are open all year round. So we're extending the shoulder season, as they say in this this yeah. industry. As you know, Fergal, we're trying to get the visitors coming, not just in the busy months of the year, but to keep the businesses open all year round. So Locker Pottery is uh, based in near Brough in County Limerick. And that is a beautiful little workshop there. Um, and they're going to be doing uh, experiences as well where people can go in and actually make pottery themselves. And they have stunning pottery on offer. Uh, Great Artitude is another shop in Donneril in County Cork that has lovely pottery. And the Blackwater Valley Makers mm. is a fantastic network of crafters that's based in Fermoy. So there's 16 businesses that have come together all in the craft space and they've set up a shop and they all sell their 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 products from this shop and it's just a brilliant little community um, and shop and it brings people from all over Ireland. So that's based in Fermoy in County Park. And just in terms of gardens, then Donneril Park and Gardens 
Um, it's absolutely stunning. There's over 400 acres there. There's a beautiful house. It's recently been renovated by the OPW. So now there's uh, tours available off the top, first and the second floor, and it's completely accessible even on the second floor. So that, I think that's a first for the OPWs. So that's, um, that's a great draw now as well. And just in terms of the food offering, then it's massive. Like the, yeah. the, the food in this region is just fantastic. In terms of the food experiences then, like Cashel Blue there in Tipperary as well. You can go in and get a tour of the farm and taste the cheeses and see exactly where it's coming from. Which is world uh, famous it, now, isn't it? You know, It is absolutely all over the world. Yeah. Again, a different little um, cafes and restaurants in Mitchestown, Praline. It's a newly opened business, open four years. We've been supporting them from the start and they're just going from strength to strength. Um, the Thatch and Time restaurant in Kildallery, there's people coming from far and wide to try the food there and it's all locally sourced which is fantastic and another cafe uh, in Dunhill Nivrian Cafe again all locally sourced produce and just beautiful food and a lovely dining experience which is very yeah. important within Munster Bales as well is getting the local story and meeting the local people and getting a feel for kind of the, the pace the slower pace of life here and just get having that one-to-one -one experience which visitors love and it's those kind of memories that they take home with them and they tell their friends about and they get kind of bragging rights when they take home their their piece of pottery or jewellery that was made, that they've spoke to the owner directly. So that's um, that's the feedback that we're getting from visitors is that that's really yeah. special to them. And every town has that. I mean, I even I know I'm saying I'm based in Clonmel, the narrow space in Clonmel, which has local craftspeople as well. Uh, they sell in the shops. So every town has that sort of offering now in the throughout the Munster Vales. It's a big part of the, the area, isn't it? It is. And it's we're just trying to put it on the map, I suppose, because often these shops, they're fantastic, but they don't get the airtime that the big, would say the Rocket Cashel mm. and so on would get. So we're just trying to, I suppose, promote and support the small guys that are there too. And you're saying about food, you know, it's so famous, you know, the Munster Vale and it's part of that is the Golden Vale and it's it's so famous for the produce around this area. And the restaurant offering now is quite amazing. Even, you know, your the launch was in the Cashel Palace there a few weeks ago. And I just saw yesterday, actually, uh, the Michelin guides people have been in there that was yesterday they were tweeting mm. about it and you know I think that's got potential for that and you've got other Michelin you've got down in Ardmore the Michelin restaurant there and it really is amazing now the food offering throughout the Munster Vale isn't it oh it's fantastic and it's improving all the time there's new cafes and restaurants opening up and other businesses diversifying and the quality is is really second to none we welcome a lot of kind of media um, and we've got a lot of press trips over the last number of years which has resulted in over nine million euro worth of media coverage for the businesses in this region and what every uh, journalist or media personnel that has visited has commented on the food and the yeah. quality and the fact that it's locally sourced exactly. and the majority of the businesses within the region support local then as well. And that's going back to the sustainability side of things as well. Cutting down on the, the air miles and from literally going from farm to fork and keeping it all in the lo in the locale. Yeah, and it's so favorite place like the Apple Farm, you know, as well. You know, there's lots of places like that as well, isn't there? For people you mentioned Cashel Palace as well. So for, there's loads of places like that as well, isn't there, throughout the area? There is. And there's a lot of immersive um, experiences then mm. as well. 
where you can actually go in, like in the apple farm, go in, pick your own apples, pick your own strawberries. And that's a great experience, especially for children and the younger generation so that they can really see, you know, where exactly their food are, is coming from and they've more respect for it then. So, yeah, that's widespread across the region as well, which is um, which is great to be able to offer. And there's Blackwater Gin Distillery in mm. Waterford offers um, insight, on-site experiences as well. And I know Barron's Cafe in Capaquin, you can organise tours there to see their bread making set up and they're there for over 100 years. So it's a fantastic experience. And even we're talking about food and I, I saw an article the other day, it was, it was like in the Irish Independent about restaurants that don't have a Michelin star but should and there was loads of restaurants even around this area including like I said the tannery in Dungarvan was included in that list and that whole town has got a got a great reputation now for food hasn't it? Oh Dungarvan is just absolutely buzzing and the food offering there is amazing it's as good as any city really everywhere is um, just doing really well and upping the standards and like you said in Cashel as well there's more cafes after opening up there and the opening of Cashel Palace is after kind of um, the, it has a domino effect. So that all the other yeah. shops in the town are doing better because of it. And yeah, it's great. We go on to then the next activity. Then when you talk about the mountains, the one I always think of about this area is for walking. The walking really, I suppose, is the, the backbone of Munster Vales. There's over mm. 80 waymarked uh, walking trails throughout the region. And they're all listed on our website with interactive maps that give really practical information on the distances, where to park, the difficulty level, how long it would take. So I would urge your listeners to, to look that up and they'll get more information on that. But there's there's something for everyone, really. There's the there's short loop walks from three to five kilometres that are suitable for the, the smaller members of the family. And then the long distance distance walks, um, like the Valley Horror Way, the Knockville Down Trails. The Valley Horror Way, for example, is 89 kilometres, beautiful walking trail. Um, all the loops there around Liam Lynch and the Knockville Downs, the Nair Valley and the Cumras have just spectacular walking trails. Come she gone. Um, it's just really after taking off in the last few years as well. There's so much to do. The Shore Blue Way, which has recently opened as well, 115 kilometre walk there. And I suppose our latest and greatest addition has been St. Declan's Way. Mm. So that's 115 kilometres of um, spectacular walking trails that stretch from Cashel to Ardmore. So it's, um, yeah, the walking really is, it's phenomenal in, in this area, second to none. St. Declan's Way has been getting a lot of press over the last year. That's, so that's, is that a five-day walk? It can be done sort of over five days and yes. from, from Cashel to Ardmore. It's got such great potential, doesn't it? Oh, massive. And we've worked very closely with St. Declan's Way Committee. Yeah, it's only, it's only the beginning and there's walkers coming. I actually live along the route of St. Declan's Way. And um, I meet walkers all the time coming from the north of Ireland, England, Scotland, all over Ireland. So it's just it's heartening to see because, again, that was a community effort. So that potential was seen about nine or 10 years ago. And that committee has worked tirelessly to get it to where it is today. So there's huge credit due to them. And um, yeah, it's fantastic to see it go from strength to strength already. Another one you mentioned there was the Sure Blue Way. There was a great article talking about that uh, last week in The Guardian, saying how great it was, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And um, again, there's new businesses after opening up on the back of that bike hire, kayak hire. So it's fantastic for the local economy as well as the visitors and the locals. And we mentioned Dungarvan there. Obviously, the famous one now is the, the Greenway as well there. I mean, that's just growing from strength to strength, isn't it? 
It is. It's incredible. Yeah, it's so popular. For heritage, then, obviously, this area, you know, starting with the Rocket Cashel and then the Lismore and places like that. I mean, there really is amazing from a heritage point of view, isn't there, throughout this area? Absolutely. It's phenomenal. And the, the Butler Trail that was developed in recent years as well, that people can see Clare Castle and Ormond Castle and Carrigan Shore and follow that trail around the area. And um, a few hidden gems as well. Labakelly Wedge Tomb, which is based outside Fermoy. It's a real hidden gem. So it's the largest wedge, wedge tomb in Ireland. And it's known as the Hag's Bed because there's a story of um, this ancient goddess or ancient witch um, living there. And there's great stories around it. Um, and there's other fantastic heritage sites as well uh, down in Dunhill, which is a new area that has been recently added to Munster Vales. Um, lovely castles and walkways and then of course the Copper Coast and the whole heritage with the mining there there's great tours and a visitor centre there um, yeah it's absolutely just brimming with with history and heritage and great stories and there's great offerings and tours available and there's great um, guided tours available throughout the Munster Vales as well that are listed on our website where people can really just find out more of those fantastic yeah. stories and there's the old folklore and things like that, like uh, Moncombe again, his book just, he's a book that just recently come out and he talks all about Locker as well in that and the history around there. And there's, uh, you know, it's, it's quite amazing. I mean, it goes back for, for thousands of years. Thousands of years. The story around Locker is absolutely mind blowing. I would encourage all of your listeners to try and get there at some stage. There's such a great offering there with, between the Grange Stone Circle and there's a, a fantastic visitor centre. There's a lake. There's a cafe on site, a playground. They've done massive work over it over the last number of years. But it's the story really behind it all is what will get you. Um, so then just adventure again, where I actually had another guest in my podcast and he is a climber, one of the top rock climbers in the world. And he's Belgium, but like Sean O'Driscoll is his name, but I think he's an Irish mother. And um, he talked about the Cumbras, about climbing in the Cumbras and said they were world class as good as anywhere in the world. So for this area, again, with the mountains and with cycling and things like that, there's so much from an adventure holiday point of view, isn't there? There is. It's really, um, it really is a great holiday destination for those who want the exhilarating adventure buzz and the rush. So starting in Ballyhas Lakes, which is based down outside Mallow, there's a fantastic site there. And again, built up from, from nothing over the last number of years. Um, they have wakeboarding there, kayaking, ziplining, rock climbing, axe throwing, which is a new um, craze, but it's after really taking <laughs> off. People love it. Um, and what they have open water swimming and they have a sauna on site there. It's just an absolutely fantastic site for people of all ages from six years upwards. There's something for everyone. It's brilliant. And also in the Ballyhara region, then there's the mountain biking that's available there. So the network of trails has recently been redeveloped and there's been huge money pumped into uh, upgrading all the, the systems and the trails and the site. So it's um, it's really it's brilliant. It's attracting people in from all over. And it's just a fantastic amenity to have for the locals and bringing in uh, visitors from all over the country and the world. Ballyhoor is quite amazing, isn't it? That that cycling there. And it's for all standards from beginner to expert. Yes, absolutely. I did it as a complete beginner two years ago and I absolutely loved it. Myself and a group of friends who'd never done it before went off for an afternoon, rented the bikes on site, and it was just the best fun. We still laugh over it. Um, yeah, so it's it really is suitable for everyone. 
that's something I see growing over the next few years. I know even yesterday, the Nair Valley drop and up in the Cummers, they have trails as well. And so I think that's the thing that's going to really grow that the, the mountain biking in the mountains. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a great use of the mountains as well. Then when it's when it's done correctly, of course. Um, yeah, it's it's brilliant to have it. And just to to see people out enjoying it in, in all weathers, it's it's fantastic. Um, and then the on the Copper Coast, there's a brilliant surf school there as well for anyone who's interested in surfing. So it's great that Munster Vales has that offering of the coast as well and the water and the beaches. Uh, and as well, we have a great horse riding um, across available across Munster Vales in the Ballyhowers. And there's some in Cair uh, and in Tipperary Town um, over the Galtee Mountains. So that's a fantastic um uh, activity to do as well and a great way to take in the, the scenery and the mountains as you're as you're doing the horse riding yeah, it's true actually that and again this area with Coolmore and Belly Doyle is so famous with with horse racing and turbid racing there's the great museum in Feathered isn't there the the horse museum in Feathered so that's another area that is that this area is is so well known for yes absolutely there's a big there's a big draw with the horses and now with the Hotel Malala doing so well with the horses as well, mm. it's bringing in kind of a different market, I suppose, which is great. That's the great thing. There's festivals on all year, really, isn't there, around the Munster Vales? There is, absolutely. And you spoke about the Naira Valley Drop. Um, so that was a great success. And the Ballyhara Walking Festival, which took place at the start of October. So again, pushing out into the, the shoulder seasons. And the West Waterford Food Festival is huge as yeah. well. It's a full weekend and it draws in massive crowds. Um, the Imrama festival that takes place in Lismore over the summer months as well, which is all about the arts and performance. Um, that's a great one. And the Clamel Junction Festival and the Apple Fest. There, there really is so much bear and varying from like exhilarating rush from the Nair Valley Drop to kind of the real artsy uh, Junction Festival. So there's something for everyone. Exactly. And I think a great trip I do it myself when I'm abroad is to always check what's on in the area. You know, like check your website because, you know, if you can catch a local festival, you really get a feel. Like you say, like the Apple Fest was recently on in Clamel. You get a real feel for the town and its history and its culture if you can catch a festival. You do. And meeting the locals, there's nothing like it. And being in the thick of it for, for something really local like that, like a festival is great. Exactly. And those walking festivals as well, they're brilliant because you get to go up on routes and, and you're with locals. So you, you, you're you brought, uh, you know, on the routes, but also you get to talk to people. So they're ones to really look out for those walking festivals around the area. Mm-hmm. And you get the real local stories then and you're brought back then and given a cup of tea and, you know, the real Irish. Exactly. So, Kate Mead Exactly. Around Atterloe and places like that as well. You know. Yes, the Galtee Walking Festival. Yeah, exactly. it was a huge success over a number of years. So itinerary. So just to give it people, if people were thinking about this area to go to and like they had a couple of days, maybe if you could give us maybe just a couple of different ideas of itineraries, just as samples. I mean, there's so much to do in this area and it really depends. But maybe just if you give us a couple of ideas. Yeah, no problem. So we'll say if we have um, a group coming to the feathered area for and if they're into culture and they really want to kind of get into the nitty gritty of the area um, and do kind of something different. So they could go to the feathered horse country experience um, and they could go to the museum there and get a tour of that. Uh, and, and during the summer months, I know that Coolmore do offer tours as well of the stud. Um, so that's that will be a very memorable experience. 
and then they could eat either in Duke's um, in Feathers, really fine dining, great food there, or Emily's Cafe. And then they could stay in the hotels in Clamel if they wished, um, the new Talbot Hotel or the Manila Raheen House. Um, and then on their day two, they could visit Care Castle and Swiss Cottage. Fantastic um, heritage sites there. They could take a visit to the apple farm and pick some apples or strawberries and pick up some jams or juices to take home with them. And then they could eat in Lava Rock restaurant. Then is a great one in care, really high quality food. Um, what could they do? They could go uh, for a walk then in the Galti Mountains or go to Glengarra uh, walking trail and do a trail there. Or they could visit, uh, if they were into food, they could visit Galti Honey Farm. And Aoife there shows them the bees and how they produce the honey and tells the story of their their honey farm. So that would be one option for the, the culturally curious uh, market. And then for someone who would be into the adventures, then they could go horse riding in the Ballyhoras and then they could go for lunch in Cafe Townhouse in Donneril and then visit the, um, the Donneril uh, Park and Gardens and get a tour there. Uh, then on, if they were staying overnight, then they could stay in Springford Hall, which is a local hotel nearby or in the Hibernian Hotel in Mallow. Uh, and then on day two, if they were into adventure, they could go to Ballyhass Adventure and the team there would put a package together for them to suit their needs, be it wakeboarding, kayaking, zip lining, you name it, they have it there and they could eat on site there. They have a great cafe on site so they could spend a full day then there if they wished. Um, and then if they wanted to continue on and do some more adventure, they could go up to Lismore the following day and do the escape room, which is based in um, Lismore uh, Heritage Centre. So that's a great one trying to it's a great one for a group or a family as well, because you're trying to get out of the room within the hour and crack the clues. So there's great uh, tension in the room then when you're trying to get out. So that's another great offering. Then there's the the food trail. If we had foodies then coming, they could go to Cashel uh, Blue Cheese and do the, the tour there. And then they could eat in and stay in Longville House which is in Mallow and County Park as well. So they do a lot. They grow all of their food on site as well. And they do fantastic dining experience. And you can rent out the, um, the cottages there if, if you had a group. So then sticking with the food trail, then they could visit Ballyhara Apple Farm the following day and see how the apple juice is made. And again, it's award-winning apple juice and it's a great experience. And again, you get to meet the locals and hear that, that story. And then they could eat in Molly's restaurant, then in Kilfinnan. If they were staying overnight, then Ballyhara Mountain Lodges is there in Kilfinnan as well. And you're really based in the in the mountains and it's a great experience and you're really well looked after there. The following day, then they could go to Dungarvan Brewing Company and see how the beers are made and have a beer tasting. Um, that's a great experience on site for a group as well. And then they could eat in the tannery. And then in the afternoon, they could do the go to the Blackwater Distillery and get that uh, experience then as well if they wished. There's a, you could go for the relaxing breaks then as well and go to different sites like Curramore House and do the tour there and take a have a leisurely afternoon, maybe go for a walk or a cycle on the Greenway or visit Lismore Castle then if they were into the heritage. So there's something for everyone. There's over 20 itineraries on our website uh, ranging from a day trip up to five days. And it gives you all the information that you need then as to where to stay, where to eat. It uh, plans your day for you. So it's, it's a handy one. I saw a line that said talking about the Munster Vales and I said, you know, it is 
adventure and slow. And that kind of shows that they are from the sea to the mountains. And it really does cover everything, doesn't it? Munster Vales, when you, you talk about those itineraries, like there's so much variety there. There's so much variety and it is a great destination if you wanted to try a bit of everything, like dip your toe into everything, have like a jam-packed morning of adventure and then slow it down for the afternoon, take it easy, have a food experience, have a nice long leisurely lunch, go for a stroll by the River Shore or whatever it may be. There's something for everyone. Exactly. So there's my last question that I ask everyone and yours going to be slightly different. It is um, if you close your eyes and take three deep breaths and think of your happy place in the Munster Vales, where would that be and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I suppose I grew up in the Ballyhara region. So my happy place when I was younger and living down there would have been Lockgar, like we spoke about. I just love to go there and just switch off, climb up to the top of the hill there. And you could just be anywhere. It was so peaceful. Uh, but now that I'm living in uh, Newcastle near Clamell, my happy place would be Carey's Castle. Do you know that walk there? Um, so there's a quiet walk and there's the, the walk around the castle or there's a walk up behind it by the by the stream. So I love to go up there often on a Sunday afternoon when I get a bit of time out from the kids and the crazy home life and just go up there and just chill out and tune out. And it's so peaceful and the scenery is just spectacular. And if you ever if you meet people along the way, you always have a nice chat or I would recommend it to anyone who's coming to the area. It really is such a really special spot. So it really is a beautiful, very special, special place to, to live and to visit. Exactly. So thank you so much for doing that podcast. Thank you very much, Fergal. It's been great. Thanks again, Trina, for bringing this most beautiful part of Ireland alive for my listeners. So do check the Munster Vales website, munstervales.com, for all the information that you would need about this great area. Check out my Instagram also, Travel Tales of Fergal, where I have great photos from this area, radio interviews I did, and also articles about this area that I've written. Check that out. I have another great destination special coming up very soon, so keep an eye out for that also. Safe travels and take care. Travel Tales with Virgo.